Hopped on a plane at LAX with my dream and my cardigan. Open your heart to us. Open your mind to us. <laughs> this October, the courageous father and son duo. Like Vince and Jack from Movie Muggin? Uh, yeah, yeah, th- those are the guys. Well, anyway, they're going to take the movie talk podcasting genre to places that until now, nobody's ever been brave enough to go. That's right. They're going to release scary movie episodes during the entire month of October. In what's being known all around the world as... Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular. Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular. Fourth annual Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular, ladies and gentlemen. This is also episode number 179. That's almost 180, Jack, if you can add. Damn. That will be next week, if you can add. I can. <laughs> Barely, though. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are Father and Son Duo who love watching movies than having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Here's where I normally say what episode it is, but I've already said that. <laughs> so now I really don't have anything for this right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, you know what? I, I put the call out to uh, the celebrities that listen to us and just asked them if they'd be interested in doing any kind of like uh, uh, sounders in honor of the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular. And, and of course... You know, uh, a couple of them got back with us. So uh, I was wondering, like, yeah. am I supposed to know who these people I are? I know that this would be a good time to uh, to introduce some of those. So <laughs> here, here's the first one we got back, and this one really, really excites me because we we both really love this guy. This is Morgan Freeman, and I love the movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular just as much as I love finishing on your mom's back after <laughs> destroying her ass. <laughs> he took a pause there. I wasn't ready. <laughs> That's what he does. I thought he was very mild-mannered. Yeah, well, he is. He uh, is. That was kind of <laughs> vulgar. Uh, and then we got uh, we got this one, which I was kind of scratching my head, but, uh, you know, here it is anyway. Hi, guys. This is the ghost of Michael Jackson. And the one thing I love more than touching kids is the moving muck and <laughs> Halloween spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and then this one, this one just came in today. Crikey, this is the ghost of Steve Irwin, and I absolutely love listening to the Moby Mugging Halloween Spectacular. It should be swimming with stingrays, I can tell you that much. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. I didn't expect that. But I would agree with him. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Movie Mugging does go straight to the heart, though. So they, you know, just like the, the were, venom of a stingray. Yeah. So it's there's a little metaphor in there somewhere, I think. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vincent Jack. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobbies. Time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, so Jack, a couple uh, updates from the office. Uh, I was 0 for 3 yesterday of uh, walking into the bathroom to pee and it just uh, smelling like horrible shit. <laughs> so I was uh, not real happy Three with that. times? Yes. Yeah. I try to drink a lot of water at work and, you know, I had to go and gosh. My uh, friend... He sent to the group chat this video 
Uh, he works at like a restaurant and he, I guess he was just in like a regular bathroom, like where the customers can go. And he sent this video and he was like peeing in the toilet. And then suddenly like a turd, like slowly emerges from the hole. What? And he's like, the guy before me, he's like, he just like took a shit. There's no toilet paper. He just, he had to, and then he ran. There's no toilet paper. Wait a minute. So the the turd he, was... he didn't flush the person's shit, and I guess the him peeing into the water had disturbed the water, and had pushed the poop back up in the the hole. But it like slowly came out at the start of the video. I mean, one, how disgusting! You flush it and then you fucking use the bathroom. But like, how do you poop and then you don't wipe? Well, if there's no toilet paper and you don't have a choice. Yeah, I just, I don't. <laughs> that would be and awful. And then you don't flush. Taking a shit and not wiping would be terrible. I don't even remember the last time I've done that. I don't and, know that I ever have done that. Isn't there something gross about peeing on somebody else's poop? It smells worse. <laughs> well, even if it didn't smell. It's, it's like it, like all the, the poop smell gets trapped under the water. <laughs> and when you pee, there's the like the bubbles and the disturbance in the water and it just breaks the seal and then all that fermented poop smell comes up <laughs> and it mixes with your piss. Yeah. It's worse if it's all golden because then you have smelly pee and smelly poo. I just feel like even if it didn't smell, it would feel <laughs> wrong to me. Yeah, it's nasty. Number one, you don't really want to see anybody else's turd, but then to pee on it and it just kind of move around and stuff, it's like, it's just there's, wrong. there's no excuse <laughs> okay. to not flush the toilet either. Are you wearing shoes? I'd hope so if you're in a public bathroom. Well, but then, it, then hit the thing. But at the same time, it's kind of like when, when I got those books and I wrote stuff in them, you know, funny stuff, and then I just sent them back to Goodwill or Half Price Books or wherever. That, that is Somebody else is going to see that later and laugh. If you have a, a good-looking turd and you can leave it and just you walk out of the bathroom kind of giggling, knowing that the next person that's going to walk in there is going to see that, and you're going you're to give know. them a story to talk Would, about. I mean, I, I guess... I, it's been a while since I went in a public restroom and saw a turd, but I know when I was a kid, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. We would check every stall to see if someone had left their shit. Looking back of all your turds, don't you think it would have been funny if you'd have left some of them in the bathroom for uh, other people to walk in and see, admire? <laughs> I mean, uh, most of my shits are taken here. Well, I, I don't I know, remember I know. a single public bathroom shit. No, you, but it doesn't yes, have I, to be. It, it could the, be one of your one from your greatest hits album from here. You know, if you were able to shit that somewhere else, it, it'd be fun. Especially <laughs> if you, like you knew one of your coworkers was going to see it, or I even mean, just a complete stranger, just knowing that somebody got to see your creation. Yes. <laughs> All right, next, Jack. Um, I fucked up. I um, I love my father-in-law. And I thought it would be a really good idea. He's a huge King of Queens fan. Huge, 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 huge. Um, talks about it all the time. Uh, I guess Kevin James has a new show called Kevin Can Wait or something. So I saw that he was coming to town. And I thought, you know what? Gosh, what a, what a wonderful present for my beloved father-in-law if we all went and saw Kevin James. So I bought tickets, which were, uh, I think, 60 bucks each. And then with the Ticketmaster $450 fee that they always put on there... <laughs> It uh, it was pretty pricey, but I thought, you know what? This is going to be a memory that he will have forever, forever. He'll probably I already forgot about. He'll, it. he'll probably frame the the ticket stub and like get an eight by ten of Kevin James on eBay or something. You know, I just I, I felt like that's the kind of night it was going to be. It was not so. And I had warned you. 
Well, okay. I had tried to say, like, it's not going to be funny, and you're like, you'll laugh. And I was like, maybe I I will. I I didn't say you'll laugh the whole time, but you you figure you're going to go see a comedian, and and he's a comedian. He's he's funny. But you think, okay, there's at least going to be some things that I'll laugh at. And and there were for me, but he was mainly talking about life of people my age, so it just wasn't quite as funny. I didn't laugh a single time. Yeah. I smiled one Oh, my time. gosh. When, when uh, th- there was some guy named Gary, and I guess he's in the show, too. Yeah. Um, His opener. Yeah. And he was so unfunny that it made me angry that, that he yeah. was up there trying to be a comedian. It and- was so fucking horrible. And so that set the whole tone. Yeah, he, he t- was misogynistic. Too. Oh my gosh, he told this story about his um, his wife who was from the Philippines, from Manila, and he talked about how he found her out in the fields and he dragged her by the hair and dragged her home, and it was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And and there was no punchline to it at all, other than yeah, we have a lot of Manila envelopes at our house because she's from Manila. Yeah, and it's like oh. And, and people in the audience were going, Gary, Gary, exactly. Gary. It was and, old white people. Oh, my gosh. Only I, old I was, white people. I was so angry. And then when he was done, uh, I look over at you, and you just have this this look on your face. I wish I could have taken a picture of it. You were just staring off into space <laughs> like you you were really contemplating your life, and you were so angry to be there. And and I know those had to have been your thoughts. Yeah. So Kevin James comes out, and he, he comes out, and he's doing this little dance and stuff. And I'm like, okay, please be funny, man. Because to make up for Gary, you, you almost would have had to have John Lennon come back to life and George Harrison come back to life, and they reunite with, with Paul and Ringo and, and then play a show in order to make me feel better about my life choices. Um, so Kevin James came on, and... Man, pretty pretty much not very funny. And then his last, what, like 15 or 20 minutes of the show, he was just, like, talking shit about his wife the whole time. And before that, it was about his kid. Oh, yeah. His 11-year-old son. Yeah. And <laughs> so I, I'm sitting next to my father-in-law, and I hear him chuckle maybe four times throughout the whole thing. And then we... I kept thinking he was asleep, yeah, like, <laughs> looking at I him. I kept checking, too. I kept checking, too. But uh, on the way home, Jack is busting jokes that have the whole the whole truck just dying laughing. Just, and uh, yeah, I had a lot I, of shit to say. Yeah, so I think, and I was nicer about it because Pop was in the fucking car. I well, and even said that you know it wasn't as good as he hoped it would be too. Yeah, I, I think your job after that night, you should go on after the comedian's done and just rip the comedian. Uh, if I got famous enough, that would be... Man, you no did... No one would have laughed, though, because they're all, like, well, geriatric old people that... Yeah. Dude, the lady and her husband next to me, <laughs> God, she was so loud. Yeah. The the lady... Just scream laughing at everything. And I think the lady in front of you was doing the same as the lady in front of me. She would laugh so hard she'd put her he- head back and her... It was her, getting like, on my knee. Yes. I, she did it five times, but I dodged the fifth one. Yeah. I saw it, it, it coming. It, at one point, uh, Olivia leaned over to me and she said, I think our IQ's too high to, mm-hmm. to be here. So Jack got up and left during Kevin James and just went and sat on the toilet for a while. Yeah. You were like, yeah, I went to the bathroom and I had to put these, you know, these little I squares put of toilet, toilet paper, paper on there. all over the seat. I'm like, you took a shit at the show? He's like, no, I just wanted to go hide in there for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, I've never had to put toilet paper on a seat before. Yeah. That seat was nasty. 
like in the, if you looked at it in the the angle where there's light you could see it wasn't wet but it had been rained on it had a previously sheen. well not a sheen but you could see you know like droplet marks that it dried and like stains yeah yeah and it was like it was horrible so I laid out all of that and I just sat in there. I yeah. went on Reddit, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Kevin James is, I mean, you did Paul Blart. You get casted because you're 15% funny and you're fat. So that just means you get roles in Hollywood. Yeah. And it, <laughs> you can't really argue with that. There's been too many. Like, what is that movie, High School with Drake Bell? Yeah. That fat bastard in it. I hate him. I hate him. He's so bad. You just admitted like, how, you watched the movie High School. Or, or I, it was, was it? on the TV downstairs, no, it, and you were sitting there, too. I think it was called College. <laughs> it was one of them. It was so bad. Yeah. You know it's what? It's like, dude, like, if I if I just gained, like, 60 pounds, like, I'm going to drive to Hollywood and yeah. become not rich. They don't get rich, but... No. Uh, I'll be that one fat, funny guy in the movie. Yeah. I think maybe another 10 pounds you can drive out there. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You know what that that movie College? Um, it's not bad. Not that bad. But like, but God, bad at that the same guy time. is just so annoying. Yeah, and he, he was they, in Haunt. If you remember, he got his his face fucked by the hammer. <laughs> I don't really remember. Do you remember that the movie. creepy ghost guy who's like, "Fine, I'll help you guys." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you think he's good? Oh yeah, he he manages to get out he, of the place with, with the guy I hate. Yeah, and then like the guy looks over and the ghost one, he like. Drops a hammer out of his sleeve. Yeah. And he, he puts it in that claw in his mouth and rips up. Yeah. Good riddance on that guy. Yeah. I mean, if you like Kevin James and that's your type of humor, that's your type of humor. The you fuck know, you don't listen to us. Uh, uh, How could you possibly think we're funny if you think Kevin James is funny? That's a good point. That's a good point. Our humors are pretty opposite. Yeah. I heard him say hell. And I'm sure some of the people didn't agree with him saying that they were at the show. There, there were a couple of times that that I kind of chuckled, and your mom kind of chuckled. But it was also stuff just for the older generation to get. Man, gosh, that was bad. One more thing about when I was in the bathroom. I was in there like 20 minutes. <laughs> I I wanted to stay longer, but I was worried that Pop would... Uh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah. You know? I, I went for just because... Make him feel better. Yeah. He'd want me to be there. Yeah, the whole fam. Yeah, that's the only reason I went. I had a feeling it would suck. But, dude, multiple people came in just, like, peeing in, like, the urinals. There's big-ass cracks. Like, I I saw this picture on Reddit of, like, a a standard European stall door. And they go, I think it was almost all the way up, and there was barely someone would have to like really get down to see your shoes yeah from the bottom mm-hmm. it crack in the side of mine and i kept like lean into the side but this one dude while he's peeing he was just laughing his ass off yeah there's speakers in there i couldn't fully escape his pee was probably going I, all over I, the place I tuned out a lot yeah i feel like they had to be drunk a lot of the people and, and they had those shit urinals where there's no barrier in between them Right, I do not go in urinals like that. I I don't go in urinals. Period. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I go will in stalls no matter what. If there's like a, a barrier in between, but if there's just like a urinal and then like two and a half feet to the side, there's a, another urinal and there's 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 nothing two in between. Two and a half feet's pretty generous. Yeah, there, there's nothing in between, and and it wasn't. It was weird urinals. They were almost like a, a bowl rather than just like a like something on the wall. I didn't even really look at oh, them. Oh man, yeah, I went in there. I had to go, and we got there. I'm like, nope. 
<laughs> straight yeah. straight to the toilet to and pee on somebody else's poop. Kevin James, uh, he finished 15 minutes early. I know. We heard it was a 90-minute oh. set. Uh, there was at one point, he he came on at 8. It was supposed to start at, uh, what, 7.30? But Gary, who yeah. it was unplanned. Yeah. He's not on, like, the whatever you look up to find out who, yeah. who the acts and are. He was fucking and terrible. He took, like, 30 minutes. Gosh, he was awful. But then when Kevin James was on, it, at one point, he came on at 8, and I looked at my uh, phone, and it said 8.35, and I was like, holy shit. I thought it was going to be, like, 9.15, and this thing was about to be over. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, man, horrible. It was absolutely horrible. The worst live show I've ever been to. Yeah. And I haven't been to another bad live show, I guess, but man, that was so bad. It was so bad. And uh, so my next live show is um, uh, Post Malone. I'm going to see Post Malone. You're taking mom. Yeah, with uh, Olivia um, coming up here in a couple weeks. And uh, I'm not a Post Malone fan. I, I don't mind his music, and I like some of his songs, except for the fact that for whatever reason, he decides to turn into a goat. At some point. It's like the, the voice wavering. Run away, then I'm feeling mad. But yeah, I got to do that in a couple of weeks. And uh, I've heard he's a great performer. And I'm, From I'm, what I've seen, I'm, he is. I really hope that uh, the goat vibrato or whatever that is, is not as much. And I typically, I, I will typically like a live show. I was going to say, the atmosphere always helps. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be lots of girls screaming. There's going to be a lot of 45-year-old women throwing their bras at him. Probably. Yeah. I know he's, like, performed some other, like, cool songs. Like, he's a, he's a cultured, you know? Like, he listens to good stuff, too. Like, he's performed Nirvana. Oh, he's a fantastic and, musician. And all, well, no, I was saying, like, he's uh, well-versed with music. Uh, yeah, I'm So him. it's super cool that... Somebody from like new age rap slash pop, whatever he's starting to turn to now, is because he's young. He's probably like twenty eight or nine or thirty or something. So for someone that young to be like a big celebrity playing not their songs at a show, you know, I I find that admirable. I maybe, think that's cool. Maybe a Jaden Pinkett Smith will open it mm -hmm, for him. Mm -hmm. Another young celebrity. I don't know that he still raps. Uh, so Post Malone is 27. Hmm. Real name, Austin Richard Post. Yep. He went to high school down near where we visited in Texas, too. Yeah. So he was um, local to the people who live in that area. Where we flew down to. Mm -hmm. To see Jack Johnson and uh, Kevin James, as a matter of fact. We flew down yeah, to see Kevin James, Yeah, we flew back down. Too. So it and was even the, more expensive because of the, the, the plane tickets. And I'd flown down early for... Suicide Boys concert. Yeah, I'm going to fly down again for Post Malone. Wow. Yeah, got a lot of air miles. It's weird. It's like we can never wait until they come to where we live. <laughs> well, there's just something about Dallas. It was, well, they, they don't, such a great, awesome area. Just to be honest, I hate Dallas. Like, I really, really hate Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't I, really I, like it either. I do not like it at all. City of love, though. No, it's not. Dallas is like the, the city of like uh, salesmen who do cocaine. But it's actually, it is the city of love. No, it's not. There's no yeah. fucking way that Dallas is the city of love. That's like Paris is the city of love. And Virginia is for lovers. City of love. No. It, it's, well, I'm Googling it. Okay. Oh, Paris. Yeah. <laughs> what is pretty Dallas, close, huh? Man. Yeah. Did, Paris, Texas is what they're talking about. Dallas is the city of salesmen who do cocaine. That's what Dallas is. I could have sworn it was 
when like when JFK got killed. Oh yeah, that's a lot of love right there. Well, yeah, I know, but I remember thinking that's ironic. For the city of love, he got <laughs> shot in the head. And this says Big D, D Town, and Triple D in the two one four. Okay, the two one four and the nine seven two. Maybe I'm thinking of Love Field. Yeah, and getting it mixed up. Yeah, because that's the airport we flew into. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's it is the city of Love Field. So okay, <laughs> close enough. Yeah, I give you that. But yeah, post post Malone, I, I saw during the uh, COVID kind of lockdown, he did a uh, a live thing on YouTube where him and Travis Barker got together and they just played Nirvana songs, and he was fan fucking tastic. He's totally cool. And then I've seen another one where he's doing like some country songs. He's a great musician. He's very versatile, and I'm hoping he'll do some of that in the show, and uh, so I can have at least. It's going to be better than Kevin James. And that, oh, and, and yeah. So if I'm having a and bad time. And seeing Mom all happy will make yeah. it better, too. So if I'm having a bad time, all I got to do is think of uh, Kevin James and how much it's better and uh, how uh, hopefully I'll get lucky when we get home. I've, <laughs> I I don't think you'll have a bad time. Yeah. I think. G-Wagon, G-Wagon. I mean, I don't listen to his music. I, I did back in, like, 2016. Or 17, whenever he was really blowing up, that's how I heard of him. But I don't think I've ever heard a Post Malone song that I was like, that was bad. You know, it's either like, that's not bad, or like, I actually kind of like that one. And I would like them if he didn't do the goat thing. He doesn't do that on every song. But also, like, when he broke his ribs or whatever recently. Yeah, he fell on stage. And he was so sorry, and Mm -hmm. then he, uh, he came back and finished um, me and my sister, back in the day, we flew down to to Dallas, and <laughs> the city of love. Yeah, the city of love, and we went to see Childish Gambino. Oh man, that'd I, be awesome. I know she she likes him more than I do, and I know you like him more than. Oh I yeah, do. I do, man. He's awesome. Horrible concert, man. Um, well, I'll tell you why, and you know why. Oh, that's right, I forgot. It was awesome. He was so good. Uh, but he like broke his foot or something and just left. He didn't say, "Thank you, Dallas, city of love." He didn't say that. Sorry, I broke say, my foot. I'm in pain. I'm, I gotta I'm go. Sorry, I, I can't finish. I love you, Dallas. Woo! He just left. Yeah. He's like, wait, where is he? I think Dave Grohl broke his leg yeah, one night he and fell then, off an amp or something. Yeah, and so they just fucking brought out a chair after they casted it, yeah. propped it up, and he finished. He came out and fucking rocked. A, if he didn't, dude, he he was in Nirvana. Yeah, he's the fucking head guy of Foo Fighters. Like, he's if a, you didn't, you're a pussy. Yeah, but he's a legend. He's yeah, he's a. There's not many people who can take on the moniker of legendary, but fucking Dave Grohl, he's legendary. He's a cool dude, and he's just so friendly. Did you know that he made a horror movie? I did not. Yes, it's called uh, Studio 666. Don't tell me too much about it. I know you're I'm not going to pick it. it. No, there's no way I'm going to pick it. It, <laughs> it looks actually really, really bad. But yeah, Studio 666, they, they go... Uh, we're never going to watch it. They, uh, I guess they, they go to the studio, and he somehow gets possessed. He's the main character? Yeah, the Foo Fighters are in it. Oh. Okay. It's it's about the Foo Fighters at the <laughs> studio, and, okay. and he becomes possessed and uh, just has these, like, devil-looking eyes at some point. So, uh, But I don't know what else it's about other than that. But, I mean, come on. 
you know, it's like uh, Elvis in the movies. It's not going to be a good movie. When the Beatles made movies, it's not going to be a good movie. You're, you're, yeah. you're rock stars. You're more than likely not great actors. And Lenny Kravitz isn't a bad actor. No, he's not. He was but in Hunger Games. Yeah, but he's not in any lead roles or anything. I don't know yeah. that uh, starring Lenny Kravitz in a movie would, uh, I don't think it'd be all that good. I'd go. Yeah. Well, you want to fuck him. It's <laughs> been well documented. A big callback right mm-hmm. there. Oh, also, uh, going back to uh, work, because uh, I said I had a couple things. Um, so we have uh, somebody new in management, and um, so, I, so I got on Facebook to kind of, you know, creep on them a little bit, see yeah. if I could learn anything else about them. And uh, I learned, I think, all I needed to know when I saw this. Uh, she reposted uh, something that somebody posted on uh, Facebook, and it goes a little something like this. Mark my word, before 12 p.m. tomorrow, unexpected financial favor will hit the person that will type amen and share. And uh, she typed amen with an exclamation point. She shared. Yes, she did. So um, that told me pretty much all I need to know about her. I'm guessing she would have had a good time at Kevin James is what I'm I'm thinking. I just, I can't imagine that anybody would ever fall for that, much less still fall for that. There's one that has like Jesus and Satan next to each other. It's like if you ignore, you're a Satanist. Yep. If if you like this, comment it and share it on your wall. That means you love Christ and that you're thanking Him for what He did for you. Yep. Yep. And it's like, dude, all you want is a like. I'm not giving it to you. <sighs> you know what like, they are? Fuck you. Because there was another one. You know how sometimes you can see what other people have liked or commented on. Yeah. Well, no, you don't because you never get on Facebook. But I'm. I, I get that, yeah. So one of mom's cousins, uh, she saw that she commented on something, and it was a uh, Southwest Airlines, um, if you comment, we will give you two round-trip tickets to somewhere. And But it's an official site. I mean... Or official. Dude, you can make anything look any way well, you want to. You can't make it look official-official, or else everyone would be impersonated. Like, you know, like on Twitter and Instagram, they have the little verified thing. Well, yeah. There's got to be something like that on Facebook. I don't think there is. But anyway, she uh, she put like, yes, please, or whatever it was. I'll tell you what those things are. Those things are farming... Interaction. No, they're, they're farming people that they feel like they can go back later and scam. Because people who who comment on that stuff, or I've seen stuff before where... Uh, I'm telling Facebook not to share my information by posting this, and it's it's like I I really think that they're they're pulling names from that, and they're like, okay, this person is stupid. We can scam this person. That could be it. I think that's a logical way of thinking, but I've always thought of it as like they're trying to grow their their platform, uh, and they're taking advantage of idiots. But but making a, a fake Southwest Airlines, that's not a platform you're trying to grow. I mean, that's true. You're cultivating idiots. That's true. So I went over to help your pop today and uh, do some things. Um, and when uh, I go over to help him do something, there's, you know, I, I think I'm going over there to do one thing. And then there's 17 other things by the time. Dude, yeah, trust it, it, me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, am, I am the one who has spent like six over, hours over there before yeah. when I was hoping to spend maybe an hour and a half. Right. And it's like, I, I just felt like, Man, I, I just took you to Kevin James last week. You know, spent a lot of money. I, can you give me a couple of weeks before you call me to come over and do something? I mean, love Pop, got to take care of him, but 
G- give me a break. Listen, man. he asked you to do that the, the day he came up. Yeah, he, d- he did. Yeah. And he was like, uh, can you come over one day after work? And it's like, the last thing I want to do is come over after work. And the really, last thing the I want to do, is, come do over. Is, is go over on the weekend too. But <laughs> one of the things on his list, because he has like a, a, a notebook now. And while he's like, why don't you come in? And, and it's just and, full. And, and have some water. And I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting down and he gets this notebook and he, and he opens it up. He's like, oh, and uh, this. And he hands me his phone. And he's like, okay, I, I got this email about uh, how my Yahoo Mail is about to get shut down because they're they're moving it over to some other kind of server or something. And I got to log in. And I'm like, no, let me see it. And so I hit reply. And then uh, this is you look a, at the sender, yeah, and then and then you double click on the uh, the address of the person who sent it, and it was like a Benicio something at uh, Del Toro, yeah, no, at uh, att.net. and I was like, yeah, this is a scam, and I was like, please do not ever sign in on anything that comes in an email and ask you to sign in, just don't do it. But poor Pop, he's he's the one who, if you uh, haven't heard, he. He got scammed one time by AT and T trying to give him a fifty percent discount, and they wanted him to go out and buy some what two hundred and forty seven dollars worth like of eBay uh, gift eBay cards. gift cards um, and give them the pin number in order to get their fifty percent. Like, yeah, because AT and T really wants to <laughs> shop on eBay. Yep, it's uh, like that to me. Like when I'm old, I will be unscammable. You know, I, you, you've said that, but we've also talked about. Dude, scams could be like completely different. They're gonna have like fucking deep fakes and holograms that are gonna show up, and you're really gonna think it, it's me coming back to life. And you and know, all, Jack, all you gotta I, do you, is like call a phone number. Hey, hey, Chase Bank, was that you? There won't be phone numbers <laughs> in the future, Jack. You really think that the way that it'll all be virtual reality? You think that the the way the world is going, that phones will be just gone? Yeah, I do. I think it's all going to be like Google Glass you think and everyone's virtual gonna be reality. Like Four hundred pounds laying on this, like the dentist chair, doing their VR stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can understand either going that, to work in VR. Yeah, e- I don't know. Either that, will be sitting in their toilet recliner watching Al my balls. That, <laughs> hey, that's, that's more than likely eating a big old thing of butter. Yep, exactly. Go away, baiting. I just, I can't. That, that scam was ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I keep wanting them to call me. I've I've tried many times on this show to call back AT and T because they leave me messages throughout the day, and it's it's never never well. It worked one time, but but I panicked and I told them I couldn't didn't know what phone number it was under, and then it, and they hung up on me. But we had the person who called one time, about about ten episodes ago or something like that. I hate when I, you do that. I got them pretty good. <laughs> I hate. When I know you, you do. do. You you squirmed as much of that as you did in uh, Barbarian. Yeah. All right, you got anything else for the spooky uh, movie mug in the lobby? I do not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so this movie came out in 2015. It's unrated. It's a runtime of one hour and 37 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 80%, while the audience gave it a 47%. Uh, IMDb gave this 5.8 out of 10 stars, and I did not want to look at the Mormon Mothers. Never seen this. Uh, it just it looked interesting. Uh, this movie is called Baskin. Like Baskin Robbins? Or Carol Baskin? Neither. It's Turkish. <laughs> I was going to say, what does Baskin even mean? <laughs> I don't know. Is it subtitled? Uh, yeah, it should be. Uh, hopefully it's already subtitled, so we don't have to use the one that includes noises and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. That would be nice, because it is random and it is Turkish, so... Baskin. 
Yep. B-A-S-K-I-N. And how long ago did you find this movie? Um, a little less than an hour. Uh, but I looked for a long time. So that shows that I put in some effort into it. Hmm. Well, we'll see if it paid off. I don't know. I'm not sure. All right. Let's do it. Let's take a spooky movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2015's Baskin. Yup. What the fuck, Jack? <laughs> was what it? What the fuck? <laughs> was it weird to you? <laughs> um, Dogtooth was weird. This movie... And this movie was... They were weird in different ways, but I would say Dogtooth was weirder because Dogtooth was probably the most bizarre original thing I've ever seen. This one, someone else could have stumbled upon making something similar. You know, like I mean, fucking I, a woman I, I that's on a chain well, and has a, Let, a deer head let's, on her. Let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. And uh, what is it? Hula dancers? The, the, the skirt? <laughs> the grass skirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to attempt to give this the 50 Cent Tour. This movie <laughs> is about uh, like five Turkish cops. Mm-hmm. And um, they end up at this um, this abandoned looking creepy mansion. And uh, is it Mansion? <laughs> I was. It was funny when you said that. I was thinking M A N C H I N. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mansion. I mean, isn't that how it's pronounced? Mansion. I think mansion. 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 Yeah. Mansion. Just think about how you pronounce anything else that ends in S I O N. If you can think of anything, because I, I can't. Jin. Some mansion. Some man. <laughs> so they stumble upon this mansion. <laughs> English language is stupid. It is stupid. And they, uh, you know, from the minute Why is it they, not T-I-O-N? I don't Mansion. Know. It's the same thing. Right? But they stumble across it. Yes. This mansion. Well, they don't really... Yeah, I guess they kind of stumble across it. Um there's a couple things that yeah, I've there, whatever. There, there's there's a cop car outside, so they think the other cops are inside because they got a call for backup, and so they come out there and they they go. Uh, the minute they open the door inside that mansion, it's <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. Oh, <laughs> as soon as they pulled up outside, it's a no for me, dog. I'm not going in there. Yeah, but they do, and they you know it's the whole. There's no electricity, so it's and the it's cop just, car outside didn't work either. So it's just it's just flashlights. And it's dark, and there's weird shit hanging from like the ceilings that, that like look Blair like Blair Witch type. Yeah, it, it looks like it has like some meat in it with some twigs and stuff, just kind of hanging like in different talismans. areas. And they they're just walking by a weird shit, and then um, there's noises too. Yeah, and then they they stumble upon some shit, man. They they see like there's all these like they look naked, and some of them look like they have garbage bags over their head. Mm -hmm. And at first you can't tell what they're doing. Are they fucking? Are they feeding? Are they eating yeah. each other? What the hell's going on? And they're they're just, covered in blood. Yeah, like bouncing around and, and stuff. And it's just giving you quick shots, so you really don't know what's happening. And but it's you're, dark. But it's fucking disturbing as hell. <laughs> it's so fucking disturbing. And so that guy. I guess, I guess he gets dragged into that. Meanwhile, the other people see this um, this staircase that leads way, way down. Straight to hell. Yeah. And so Literally. they're like, let's, <laughs> let's go, guys. And so they, they go down in there, 
And it's like, wait till daytime. I don't think daytime ever comes to this place. <laughs> so they, they go down and um, gosh. This place has a way of splitting you up. Yeah. And there was three guys, four guys at this point, and they all got split up. One of them goes in this room and there's like, there's like bodies hanging and stuff, like that, upside down. That are and, saran wrapped and dripping blood. Yeah, there's one upside down and he had like a zip tie around his neck, but he was in a garbage bag kind of thing and saran wrapped. And he sees like this naked lady in a cage and her fingers are moving. And then he goes <laughs> over to her and suddenly this big guy comes out with a sledgehammer yeah, yeah. and just knocks him on his head. Just bonks him on the head. <laughs> and he starts bleeding like, down his face. Like Little Rabbit Foo-Foo. Don't know what that is. You don't know Little Rabbit Foo-Foo hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head? And down came the fairy and said, Little Rabbit Foo-Foo, I don't want to see you scooping <laughs> up the field mice and bopping them on the head? I don't think so. And then Little Rabbit Foo-Foo keeps doing it. It's just one of those loops that goes on forever. You don't know Little Rabbit Foo-Foo. <laughs> I don't think so, no. Wow. And the bopping him on the head yeah. sounds familiar. Well, that's what he got. He got bopped on the head. Yeah. It was... If he would, if that guy would have had any follow through with yeah. the sledgehammer, it would have just gone straight to his collarbone. He did just enough to kind of knock him yeah, out. Yeah, and because and, and, they had plans for him, later, yeah, which we'll did. get to. Yeah, uh, and so another guy, he he walks into this room, and there's just these two people who are just going crazy. They're almost doing like a dance as they're butchering people. Yeah, it's like what the hell is going and, on? And there's in people here? that are hung up who are alive, who've lost a leg that's been butchered off of them. It, it is just, it is crazy and disturbing and nobody looks right and so many people just have weird looking things on their heads and their hair and, and their they're grimy and they're bloody and like covered in gunk yeah and so all the guys get chained up yeah they got chased they're like run yeah and and then bad things happened um let me uh let me go ahead and see what the internet has to say. And after the movie was over, I looked up uh, like four or five different things that the internet has to say. So okay. I'm going to read them all to see if our listeners can uh, kind of piece this together a little bit. Let's, uh, let's see if it's helpful. So the first thing the internet has to say is, while taking a break, a unit of cops receive a distress call over the radio. Directed to an abandoned building in the middle of nowhere, they soon find themselves trapped in a surreal and nightmarish world. That's the one I read. All right, let's see what else. A squad of unsuspecting cops go through a trap door to hell when they stumble upon a black mass in an abandoned building. Stumble upon a black mass? That, mm -hmm. That's a crappy one. Policemen face a night of horror in a subterranean labyrinth after answering a distress call. And then the last one says, uh, experience a terrifying trip into hell as four unsuspecting cops are called to an abandoned building and stumble upon an orgy of blood, savagery, and death. So sure. <laughs> it did have an orgy feel to it. Like every time all these characters were together, they were pretty much they were like on each other. But like at the first part where it looked like they were each in bathroom stalls and just kind of one of them looked like they were getting fucked mm -hmm. and just they were they were always touching each other and and they were covered in liquids <laughs> and so it's making noises and they were like a a herd and they moved as a herd. Look, this is just going to be a conversation between me and you, and I don't know if people are really going to follow along or not. <laughs> if you watch this movie, and I don't know if I recommend it or not. I I would, if you're wanting to watch something interesting and probably new to you, yeah, 
And there there wasn't really much gore. There was two uh, two parts. Mm, two parts in the end. Was plenty. That and, that know, made up for plenty. But yeah, I guess. you know what? You're not gonna really I don't know what you're gonna get out of this. Not not much, <laughs> so maybe, but you'll just see it. Yeah. So maybe uh yeah, maybe maybe watch it and then come back and listen and and you can listen along as we scratch our heads and and audibly uh, talk about this. Well, I guess obviously <laughs> audibly talk. And uh, this is a great introduction to Turkish film. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> this is Turkish delight. Yeah. So I, I had an idea. You know, the setting of Barbarian that we saw was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? It, it's, it's probably the top setting. This setting, I mean, you just, I think you went up to me. I think this has the best of both worlds. It has... Creepy mansion, yeah, mixed with cultish, witchy things like hanging down. It's dark. It's fucked up and decrepit. Then you get creepy people and noises, and then the stairway to hell. They fall into like this cavish area. So then I was like, oh, we're we're back to barbarian. Yeah, but but I have an idea. I think you know a lot of haunted houses. You know, it's like this maze. They take you this way, and mm-hmm. then you turn the corner, and there's some guy with a chainsaw, and then you go a little bit fast, and there's this room with a strobe light where, you know, a mad doctor's like a surgery. pulling out entrails, and somebody's yeah. still alive. And I think that the best kind of haunted house that you could have would be to have a mansion like this one and just give people in line like a crappy flashlight. Right, it's totally dark. They give you a crappy That's flashlight that, that like you have to like bang on every now and then to, to get it to come back one. on. No, no, <laughs> no, just a kind of a crappy flashlight or a lantern. How about just, a, like a fake one? No, no, so no, there's no, no fire hazard. No, I, I, I like the flashlight, and and it's <laughs> and it's pretty dim. Or or even like a spotlight flashlight where you but you can only look in one place. And Some, how about where your head doorways. is? The headlamp. No, Jack, this is my thing. Just shut <laughs> the fuck up in your hand. Because I, I like the idea of you're, you're flashing your flashlight one way, but your head's on a swivel. And if your head's on a swivel and you have the headlamp on, then then you're seeing exactly Everything. what you're looking at. I, I don't like that. I want you to have a flashlight, <laughs> and I want it to be not a very good flashlight. And then you got to go like by yourself. And then like you get five-minute head start, and then the next person goes in, right? Five-minute well, okay, so two men uh, or something I, like that. I'm but gonna you're like not, sneakily, no, I'm gonna turn off my flashlight and no. sit down and wait for you. No, I never had a problem in a haunted house. I mean, of course, you get scared some, but I've never had a problem going through a haunted house. I think that kind, if done right, would just be. I think I'd It'd probably have shut a, you down. I'd, yeah, I think I'd have a fucking heart attack. I think I'd have, I, I have think multiple panic it, attacks. It, it'd be like uh, in a soccer game when somebody goes down and they have to run out with the stretcher. I think they would just carry so many people out in the fetal yeah. position. They'd just pick you up, put you on that stretcher, and run you out. That would just be horrifying. And 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 you have to go down this spiral staircase like in this movie. I mean, the the Fuck setting in that. this, it, it just it it blew away Barbarian, which we were just fucking coming in our yeah. pants over just one episode ago. Gosh, man, that place was so terrible. <laughs> it really was. And, and and it was terrible enough, but then when you see the shit that you see and you're not really sure what you're seeing, gosh, man. It made it infinitely worse. So bad. So, so bad. Yeah, just because I, I wrote down, what the fuck was that? And I wrote that down right after they like saw the people like in the bathroom stalls or whatever, and it looked like one was getting humped and yeah. just kind of slimy all over each other. And then, but they didn't really 
they didn't really show you what it was. Yeah, they don't let you see much. But it was so at fucking all. disturbing. So the cops get caught. Yeah. And then they wake up chained up. And uh, you got all these people that just kind of crawl around on the ground with things over their eyes. Yeah, and the hard people. The grass hula skirts or whatever. And dude comes down the stairs. And then this other guy comes down the they're stairs. They're all reaching for him. Yeah. Touching his hands. Like he's like he's Jesus walking yeah. through. And they're trying to, you know, touch his... The, the cloth of his uh, robe or whatever. And um, he, he comes down and he sits down and he, and he takes off his hood and it's just this bald looking head. It's big. Um, first of all, I looked him up. That's how he looks. That's how he looks in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Which he just, is really, really he, there's weird. There's something up with him. I don't know. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that before. And the fact that he's like, the fact that he's Turkish, it's perfect for this movie. Yeah. His name is Mehmet. Karahoglu, it's a M E H M E T, and then C E R R A H O G L U. I look him up because it, it, this is what he looks like. They made him look a little more fucked up, I think. You know, with like a um, for whatever reason a keyhole in his forehead and uh, just some other you know weird shit on him. But uh, so it's it's him. I was skeptical. I was like, I knew that I like seen the cast and I saw him, and I'm like, okay, that's gonna be that guy. Yeah. And I was worried because I wasn't sure if he was going to, like, be, like, perfect for it. Like, the perfect level of bizarre, weird, creepy, eerie, whatever. He was. Or if it was going to be, like, kind of goofy. Cause yeah. He, I mean, not to be that guy. He's kind of goofy looking. Like, it's he, not... Yeah. He's not, like, horrid looking. He just looks like you were playing a game and just really messed with the character creator. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah. perfect. There's my guy. And and if you see him, you're not going to think that he's like the leader of a cult. You're going to think That's, that, that yeah. he's just he's going to bring the leader thing. That he's like the right hand man. He's going to do his laundry and stuff like that. Wash his robes and uh, lay out his necklaces and and sharpen his knives and but all that stuff. For the amount of like, he wasn't. He's not menacing. He's looking. yeah. I was about to say something like that. He's not scary. He's unsettling. Yeah, and he exhibits full control and it's just so fucked. Yeah, and he's and he's cut too. His like his arms yeah, are Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of strong looking. Yeah. Yeah. And he had so, to stand on a stool to to look at you in your face. Yeah, so so we have four guys, four cops that are chained up and uh he comes to the first guy yeah, who got uh, bonked on the head um little rabbit foo foo style. <laughs> And uh, somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. I'm probably that or a lot I, of people. Either that or I'm insane and I just made that up when I was a kid. Or and we're going through that movie right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so he walks up to the first cop uh, who got bonked on the head, as I said. Yeah. And he, and he opens up his shirt. What? How? <laughs> and the guy is, uh, his midsection is, uh, is sewed up with, uh, stitches. It, except yeah, at some point between him getting bonked and him getting there. They did some surgery. He, he, yeah, he had been stitched up all on his waistline. Except there was like a, a little hot dog piece of a little his handle. intestine sticking a out. Cord. And the guy comes over, yeah, ripcord, and he and he pulls on the little hot dog slowly, and pulls it all the way across those stitches, which all bust open. And then he just walks away with it, and it's real long. He starts wrapping it up like uh, a, a cord, and so you're just like, "What the fuck, and he man?" Just that threw was, it on the ground. Yeah, I know. He wrapped it up, took the time to wrap it up, and then threw it on the ground. I, like, what's the point in that? Something refreshing about this movie: not a single jump scare. No, not a single one. 
everything was done slowly and with intention. Mm-hmm. And, and I was scared. I was prepped for jump scares throughout. Yeah. Especially they open this big door and it's just dark. And then the, the like straw head lady has a chain and she's bringing something out and it zooms way into the dark. And I told you, I said, man, yeah. a jump scare would fuck me up right here. I, I was very prepared. It never came. And neither did I. It was cool. <laughs> it, to me, it was cool that they did that, but also that, like, I, this movie wasn't scary to me at all. No, it, it was either. scary in concept and it was very well done. It was creepy. Every single inch of it was creepy once they went into the, <laughs> the mansion. It just had such a f- strong feel to it. And I was only uncomfortable a couple times, and I think that's when the gore was happening. Because this movie was done very realistically, it seemed like. And I feel like no villain is going to jump at you and scare you. And they're yeah, this, probably going to fuck you up instead. This villain was was cool and in control. Very and collected. knew what he was doing. And so after they uh, pull the, the ripcord on that dude, um, you got the big guy, uh, tall woman, man, we don't know, and... and yeah. Uh, they roll some some dice, which includes like a bone and something. It's just bones, yeah. Yeah, and and basically uh, you figure out who the next uh, contestant is on mm-hmm. their little game show. And so uh, the the guy the he's little. I don't know um, what to the, call. Just the, call him like Satan. Okay. Honestly, and might he might as well have been. Yeah. He's one of the horsemen at least. <laughs> yeah. So because it, this it literally is hell. That they went through a, a gateway to hell. They're in hell. He's probably like four ten. Something, Something like, that. like that, probably. And so he he has this stool that he puts in front of you so he can stand up and look at you eye to eye. And so the next guy, what he wins is um, <laughs> he he wins his well he wins a lot. He first of all he's going to gouge out his eyes, and he knows it. And so he's closing his eyes because he didn't want to see it. This was one of the coolest scenes. Yeah. In the movie. And then it gets real quiet, and he's like, what, "What's the guy? The name? guy he, he's he like been hey. asking in his name. He's like, "Hey, Yazoo." And he opens yeah, up, booze. and he opens up his eyes, and jam, yeah. just stabs him right in the eye, and twisting it. And he and, did and, it and, a and, bunch. <laughs> yeah, and you're seeing this happening. It's from not the like side, they, at least. Yeah. You're not really seeing the worst of it. Yeah, but but, th- but that then, was so cool when that happened. But then the good news is he gets to get laid right afterwards. But he died from it. Uh, so and, and spit out a tarantula. <laughs> so. <laughs> The the big thing goes and opens up this door, you know. Hey, what's behind door number three? Yeah, and then they drag out this uh, female goat gimp. Uh, it's just yep. this this lady who's naked except for a hula skirt, and she's got a big goat skeleton head it's on her bloody. face. Yeah, everything's bloody down here. And Everything. So she's on a leash and comes out real slow, and then they get the guy whose eyes they just gouged out. They put and, up, like one of the eye coverings that the yeah. follower people had on. And they're basically, okay, fuck uh, Goat Gimp. And so somehow he gets it up. Okay, I, you know. I know. Kudos to him, man. I, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I think I'm, I would have just gotten killed. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, I, I wouldn't have been able to get it up. But you know what? If I'm going to go out, I'll go out fucking, you know? Not he, that. Well, he has no idea. He told a story earlier about how he, he fucked a, a girl who ended up being a guy. Um, yeah. He told the story. He was like, oh, man, I picked up this really hot chick. She looked like she was uh, from Victoria's Secret, and uh, I took her back to the apartment. She started undressing. I got real, real horny, and then I reach around, 
and massive cock. He's got a huge something. cock, and he's like, but you know what? I'd already spent the money, so I start he's fucking like, her. I was already so him. horny. And while I'm fucking him, he starts jacking off, and I'm like, hey, motherfucker, stop <laughs> doing that. So he talked about how... I feel like a lot of Turkish prostitutes probably have penises, but maybe that's just me. There's the opening. Uh, <laughs> but they had this conversation about how, you know, most people in 70% Turkey... 70% of Turkish men have their share their first time with an animal. Yeah. Like whether it's a, a cow or a goat or things like that. So I would think that he'd be happy, you know, just knocking I one mean, out with a woman at the end. An animal cosplayer. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, all right, you gouged out my eyes. This is bullshit. Oh, but I'm going to get laid. So if I got to get used to my new life where I don't have eyes, but you're rewarding me by getting laid, it's not as bad as it could be in my mind. You know, if this is going to be my life, if I'm going to be down here, and I can't see, but every now and then I'm going to get some some pussy, then, you know, it could be worse, is all I'm saying. Just imagine the diseases you get on your dick. Why? <laughs> if the whole follower gang is hitting that goat lady, and you're getting a lot, you're going to have shit anyway, whether you fuck it or not. Yeah. Yeah, but but he, uh, I, I think he finished, and then he it falls down, like and a tarantula comes out of his mouth, and then the goat lady... Gets up in a little like tin bath, looking yeah, thing. and she squats and and something falls out, drops it, this mass. It, it looks more like a lava rock, a big like <laughs> yeah. a lava rock than a than a baby. And then the big person picks it up and like runs up the it stairs and, with yeah, it, and keeps looking they back. Never see them again? Just like, what the fuck is going on? So that's two cops down. And then uh, the, you have the chief and the main character. Yeah, so and the chief had kind of raised the main character as a son. Yeah. And so they uh, they go up to the main character. I feel like I'm telling this whole story. Do you do you want to talk some, Jack? Um, or are you, uh, okay, I can give it my best shot. Okay. Uh, they go up to the main character, who's pretty young, and the the creepy short guy. He like licks. He just licks the knife and stuff a lot, and will like yeah. smear his head with blood and stuff, which is pretty cool. And he like licks the blood from the guy's eyes off the knife. Touches his thumb to his tongue and then puts it on main character's forehead and is like, yeah, I was right. You're not going to disappoint us. Goes and slits the chief's throat. And meanwhile, like a couple times throughout this movie, it would transport you. So like in the beginning, they were at a diner. Mm -hmm. And I think twice or three times throughout the movie, it would transport you back to the diner after something kind of big had happened. You're like flip-flopping worlds, almost. It's, yeah. It doesn't make much sense. Because the only people in the cop group that can see this and kind of knew pieces of what was going on um, were the chief and the main character. Like, no one else, like, the main character, when he was a kid, he saw the bloody hand coming out of his room, and yeah, he was destined for something. The uncle, or not, well, the, the chief, he had the key, the, um, the key to the world, or to this situation, or whatever, and he was like, do you see anyone else in here besides us? So he knew of the cloaked guy who had been following them, so they were in it together, Yeah, and the other guys were just pawns, see what we can do with them. See, they didn't need that. They, did, they didn't need that whole well, flip-flopping, back-and-forth story. This was like an Inception style. It yeah. had some time jumps and some weirdness to it. Yeah, no thank you. I don't, I don't need... I my, didn't mind it. But I don't, I don't need mind fucks. 
Like, but I, this like wasn't I, really a mind fuck. I wasn't. I mean, it kind of was. I wasn't confused, really. Okay. okay so, it, and the, I have some questions, but I wasn't left like hereditary. Okay. So where it's like you have no idea what's going on the entire movie. When this movie, it's like clearly they met up with hell. The creepy short guy was like on nights like these when realms or worlds collide or something. Such a special night. So you obviously know there's two planes of existence at play in this one chamber so there's more information i don't know the rest but at least i know something it just it didn't need to be in there this movie would have been fine if you have five turkish cops that that go into this crazy mansion right yeah that, that would have been fine but instead they they flip back and forth something's going on and then the the guy's back in his childhood home for like two minutes and sees his old self get pulled back into a room. And well, then that, that's, there was the scene, like there was a scene. I don't remember what I don't want to get too deep into this because it's not. Well, I'm, I'm not going to get it any yeah. deeper. It was hell playing tricks on him there because, you know, he's the, the one scene they're running. Uh, none of them have been captured yet. Then suddenly he's back in his childhood home. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly he's in the room and they're all chained up. You know, it's, they were trapped. I mean, to me, it's it was some sort of hellish illusion rather than some weird thing, at least that time. Okay, I, I can accept that, and I, I'm okay with that. Because think about... Um, I'm not okay with the flipping back and forth to the diner. That think, just didn't make any sense to me. Think about as above, so below. They had the phone, they had the car accident, mm-hmm. they had all the, like, the piano, all this stuff down there. Hell can do whatever it wants, you know? Yeah. All right, so... The chief, the guy who raised him or whatever, number number three to die, he gets his throat slit, and then somehow then they flip back to a diner, and he's laying there bleeding out, and he says, hey, I got the key. So Arda reaches into his bleeding out throat and pulls out a key right as the, the little, little 410 devil dude <laughs> um, is creeping up behind him, and he grabs the key and he shoves it into the keyhole that's in this guy's forehead, and then the guy, there's like some type of electricity, ah, and he falls down. Weird, something happened. And then all of a sudden, they're back in the the basement of the mansion, and, uh, and then he, he definitely double taps. Uh, he picks up that little uh, stool and just smashes him in the head like 47 times. Yeah. And then... Runs out, and so whenever they and, like got... Go ahead. I, this this was fucking stupid. And yeah, it's just a... A time loop. It's to work with the, the time loop, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily stupid. I mean, I don't love it. I don't hate it, though. You know, like... I, when it they, happened- they tried to do something more unique when they didn't have to. Yeah. But it didn't remove any of my enjoyment from this movie. Well, so... The, it didn't change anything. So they're driving in their van before they get to the mansion. And they run over somebody, and then uh, they veer off into the water. Mm-hmm. And so and then they get stuck, and then they just go in the mansion yeah. right after. So in the end, after our hero gets out of the mansion, running really weird for some reason, yeah. Um, but then he gets on the road, and he gets hit by the van of the cops when yeah. he is in the van. And you're just like, really? I, I was just like, what? Why? To me, what? it's it's different. Stop it. You see it differently than me yeah. because as well, like. That's another thing. So whenever they teleport back to the the alternate timeline where it's just the chief and the main character in the diner and they 
give away some exposition each time, it seems like. Um, the chief was like, no one called us here. We were summoned here. All of that. This whole thing was fate. The whole thing was destiny. And so it's like, yeah, they could have made it to where they ran over a deer or an escaped cultist or something like that, and it would have been just as much fate or destiny. But to me, that part, while technically unnecessary, it added a little bit of something to it. There was that hellish trickery of, I've had you this whole fucking time, and you're just now realizing it. Like, you've come full circle. Like So there's a time loop, and they have to go through that same shit again. Well... The same kind I, of torture of, of hell. I guess. I, I wasn't thinking about that. It was more of, you know, dang, it must be fate that we crashed here. We hit that deer versus like, holy fuck, like that was me. You know, like hell is so powerful. It can do something like that. That's, I, I got a little more of that from it rather yeah. than that was so dumb. Okay. Because it's like, it's really got its fucking grip on you if it can make this whole thing happen with you in I, the I first guess, place. I guess I'm just I'm a simple guy and yeah. I, I don't <laughs> I don't need the I am extra, to a degree as extra, well. right? Just just give me a, a, a simple plot. Uh, I mean, you can trick some shit up, you know, and and keep me on my toes and but I don't mean necessary. It, it, it's not necessary. If, if you put together a good movie, you know, I don't know, man. It's I don't need it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And you've kind of explained it to where it's a little more, uh, okay, I get it, you know, and... and, and like, so. it's hell. It doesn't have to make sense. It's the craziest, worst place thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... That's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah. So let's just get into uh, favorite parts. Let me say something first. What was really cool, so I, I, I spent a really long time looking for a movie today, um, you've, you've had a year, but, uh, yeah, that's all right. Well, you know me, I've, I've had a year and I haven't picked something that was on my list for this. At least I was looking through like this Reddit thing where these, like, there's like 300 comments of just movie name, movie year, and the director and just no comments. You could just keep scrolling through a bunch of that. And it was supposed to be your top scariest, like disturbing, good horror movies, whatever. And I had looked at so many just based off of their title, watched a trailer, read what the internet had to say, and been like, nah. And I was like, I was thinking, it'd be cool to have something hell related. And then one of the next, I think it was either the next or the next next title I looked at was this. I watched like the trailer. It doesn't really show you shit. I'm like, what is this? And I read like hellish, it, like they, they go to hell kind of. And I was like, I guess I'm picking that. And it turned out cool. I'm I'm happy with the way it turned out. I think though for favorite parts, um, when Yavis or whatever, I forgot his name. I knew it a minute ago. Yazov? Yazov? <laughs> There's something with Y, V, and Z in it. And a U in there somewhere. Yeah. Yuzav. So he was like, chained up and the guy's trying to get him to open his eyes he's like open your heart to us open your mind to us when he pulled out the knife and said open your heart to us i'm like something tells me he's gonna open your chest cavity and take your heart and i guess i'm pleasantly surprised that he didn't with the whole like way it turned out fucking the goat lady thing very interesting <laughs> yeah um kind of mid-summary 
right? Because yeah. in midsummer they they help the, the dude bear. Th- well they no, they helped the dude thrust oh, to fuck the girl. And that's and, what they did. And in then this movie. they were helping him thrust as well. So I, I need to try that sometime. Have somebody help me thrust. Who? I don't know, man. Just put an ad out on Craigslist and just see if I can get some some extra thrust. Just like maybe do missionary and have mom like put her hand on your tailbone area. Yeah, I, and just, I don't you know, know just man. It, like a rapper it, hit this movement. It, as I <laughs> as I get older and my hips aren't working as well. What is it? Eminem mm-hmm. says is like everybody in the three one three. Like <laughs> <laughs> put your motherfucking hands. Up. Yeah, that movement. Yeah. Now everyone knows what I did. Cool. Uh-huh. But like. I guess they're. I, these are probably two favorite parts, but in the same sequence. So he won't open his eyes, but the short, creepy guy exhibits some sort of power slash mind control, uh, brainwashing, whatever. He just says his name. It's, it's like super quiet. Suddenly all the noise is drained from the movie and like a, a powerful, echoey-ish sounding voice saying the guy's name he opens his eyes yeah knife goes right in and then whenever uh he ends up fucking the goat lady Mm -hmm. the goat gimp the it's like the big group of people on like all fours behind him they're just kind of there but as the fucking progresses they get they're making like these weird noises. They're getting a little turned on. That they sounded very like very pleasured. They sound They're like, do we hear fucking going on? They were they yeah, were Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. They were yeah. moaning and like oh, yeah. like getting like up, like not just on their all fours. Mm-hmm. And they were getting erect. It, it was I, I don't know about that. I mean probably they probably always erect. But that would suck. To always be erect. Yeah, it's you gotta go to the hospital. Yeah. Your dick breaks if if you don't. Breaks? You're like, you'll get erectile dysfunction. It's it, called priapism. It's a, a boner of four or more hours. And from a video I watched, there's apparently a spider in the Amazon that's bite causes yeah. it. Can cause it. Because you told me know. that. I read up on it. It, okay. it can cause can. it. Can. Yeah. Either way, not going there. Right. Because where, where's, how far is the nearest hospital from the Amazon, you know? And someone's going to have to, you're going to have to get someone where they can get you in a helicopter. It may not be too far because they, they can get packages to you pretty quick. <laughs> oh, God. Get some first aid overnight. That's funny. That's pretty good. But from that video, they had said there were two ways to cure it. I'm Hopefully there's more now. I think we've gone over this before a long time ago. I mean, obviously we have. Just but blow your nut and then it's good. <laughs> Right? I, usually, not whenever it, something has you, caused blood to stay in your dick. Usually works for me. That's all I'm saying. And yeah, or just Jack, quitting Jack, any arousing thoughts. When I come, Jack, my, my boner tends to kind of deflate. Yeah, mine like too. Like when, when I splooge, you know, my penis. Yeah, when you miss mom's ovaries. <laughs> what? Your mom doesn't have ovaries. When she used to. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, you, when you miss your mark... When I when I bust a real hard nut, Jack, then, I, then are you, do then you think my, this has some effect on me? Then my boner slowly you say, shrinks into its uh, original form. Like, you could so, start dropping details, and I still wouldn't be grossed out. You're like my four inch purple headed. Uh, well, yeah, there's well, a little scar right there, and a little hair. When it when I come, you know, like when I ah oh, when I do that, Jack, my dick goes down. <laughs> 
if your dick makes that kind of noise, there's there's an issue. <laughs> and that's just the, the universal cum sound effect. Mine goes pow, 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 pow. <laughs> That is not the universal cum sound effect. Okay, so then, so if... <laughs> okay, but that's too funny, though. That's too cutesy. Like, haha, okay, like, but you know, what I, you I just do? came. No. It's a fart noise. Yeah, but... <laughs> You know, like imagine like shooting it on the wall, like a Peter Parker web sling. Yeah. It's just... No, it doesn't, but it doesn't do that. <laughs> okay, so does your. Pew, pew, you're, pew, you're making it pew, pew. With, with your like pow pow, pew pew, and your whatever. You're making it seem like you just drop, 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 drop. You yeah. know, like you, you got to do something. How about. Get some. What's a diarrhea sound? You're just squirting out your ass. So what if you're squirting out of your dick? Why does that have to make a different noise? No, it's no. <laughs> That'd be awful if your dick made that noise. <laughs> that would be really fucking funny if it did that noise yeah, when you came. Because then you'd just be laughing the whole time. <laughs> well, it'd probably get old after a while. Well, no, farts haven't gotten old, so yeah, but uh, I don't, something tells me the dick but, fart come would think, be funnier. But it's it's awful when you get done making love and they just start laughing. Then you're just like, it just was, was it the fart noise or was it my performance? No. What, what? They have a really good scapegoat every time of the I know, no, baby, noise. it was the fart noise. You, you did fine. Oh. Fine? Oh, no, you did great. You did great. You said fine. No, it was it was good. It was it was real good. It's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, okay, priapism. Oh, yeah. So the cures were. Um, I'll ask you this question again. Which one you would choose? Um, it's syringe in your dick. Suck out blood in the dick hole. I I don't know. They just said in it. So I I assumed shaft, probably underside shaft area. Okay. Where they suck blood out. Yeah. And they empty it and they go again. Okay. Until until you're good. Okay. What's option two? <laughs> Probably the faster method, but the more lifelong effects method of scalpel in the urethra. Oh. I don't know how far. Whoa. Probably not very far. And they turn it 90 degrees. And then your the blood just comes out. Okay. But, but then, you, you, then you have an al- enlarged pee hole. Yeah. You're not probably. I was talking to my friends about that. Like, you know how, like, you can, like, make your belly talk. You know, like you get that crease in the middle and yeah, you can like yeah. do that thing. Yeah. And you can do it with your dick too because it, it it's passively shut. It's not open. Just it's not actively open all the time. So I was thinking, what if like what happens if you you do that and then you just got a big circle at the end of the open circle at the end of your dick. But also the, the thing is, since they only turned it 90 degrees, <laughs> that's biased to one side. Say that the left side of your dick is regular at the top, but it can't quite close because the right side is just a little more open. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I think I take syringe. I, I can deal with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, however how, how many, many times. Uh, I don't know how many. They got to put some numbing cream down there, though, you know? Yeah, probably. Yeah, give me give me the syringe. I don't want anything in my pee hole ever. Never, <laughs> like never, sounding? never. Yes, never, 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 never. <laughs> it reminds me of the time Erica told the story about somebody I think who put a, a an A size battery in his pee hole. An A? Yeah, a double A, triple A. Oh yeah, I've never <laughs> heard of single A size well, battery. Don't, why don't they have a single A? Why Why do you just start with double and triple? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was a double A. 
That's bad. Yeah. And I, I, I had been on the the subreddit sounding before. Yeah. Just because it's so nasty. <sighs> and this guy had like this whole contraption, and he's like unscrewing something on the top that was like out of his dick, and you, so he could pull the thing yeah, out. And you kept watching. It was like locked in. Yeah. And dude, you would not believe how much cum came out of his dick when he pulled the thing out. It was ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, I said, you would not believe it. It was an insane amount. I'm going to take your word. And I figured you would. Because I, I have a feeling that if, it was if hilarious. I went to a realm of hell, that would just be on a fucking loop in front of my <laughs> face. I'd have to watch that over No, they'd over. be doing it to you. All right. Uh, you think hell is forgiving enough to just show you your worst fear I rather mean, than you know, setting it on you? If I'm having orgasms in hell, then it's not that bad. I think probably it's still, it, still going to feel pretty good at the end. You would right? think it probably takes a while to feel pleasure from sounding. You know, like, do you think anal is very pleasurable the first time? Uh, I mean, I did not. painful. I didn't enjoy it <laughs> first time. It takes a while. I wouldn't yeah. prepare for the first time, though. It just kind of happened. Yeah, it's like it's we one of those, you got to condition that part of your body for that is like employees only. Yeah. Hey, your your mom pegged me. You got to yeah, train it to accept that shit. I, I can't imagine mom Gosh. pegging you. That'd be weird. That'd be <laughs> that'd be terrible. And you're you're like that uh at the end of Bruno, straight Dave, you remember that? No. So like he <laughs> Bruno like went to become straight and he was like a UFC host. Oh yeah. And yeah. Straight Dave. <laughs> like and then all the people have those like really like anti-gay shirts and stuff on, and some of them have like the shirts or signs. They're like, "My ass is just for shitting." Mm-hmm. Like that's you, without the anti-gay imagery on it. Oh, my ass is always has been and always will be exit only. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, except anal beads. I'm I might I'm a little curious about those. Man, I mean, you remember when Bam had the anal bead kite? Was it Bam did that? Yeah, Bam that did that. Sounds like a Stevo thing. And they were on the on the beach, and then there was like shit on it. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine there would be. I mean, you gotta do a lot of preparation to have anal with no shit. Yeah. Okay. So from disturbing to disturbing, back to disturbing. So your your favorite part was? Oh, I thought I thought it added a lot to the the scene whenever the people the group was like seemingly feeling pleasure as well, and it was just like. It just added to the craziness. Like, are they like a hive mind? Like, what is this? Like, yeah. if one beats off, do the rest of them nut too? Like, it, it was just, it made it all the more whatever it was, you know, if that makes sense. It made sense in my head when I said that. That'd be all right if, if somebody else was doing all the work and then I could just nut. And do you think beating off is really hard? No, but it'd be nice just to lean back in my recliner with my hands behind my head and just, just do it you know. with your feet. But do it like the feet finder it, guy, but the, if, the cigar toe guy. Yeah, <laughs> but if but if you had the hive and y'all weren't like staying together, and then one of them's just like in their dorm room or something, and they're just they're just meeting. whacking it, and like you're just uh, hanging out at the pool, and all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise I make, Jack. I don't think anybody has ever made that noise. <laughs> it's like the, to me like it's like you're with your noises you're saying that like a millimeter like length of fluid is shooting out and then it stops 
and then another one comes out. Like it's actually a machine gun shooting separate bullets rather than the guys from SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, the tartar sauce guys. Oh yeah, yeah. The the noises they make is yeah. probably the best come noise. But I hope there's somebody you, out there squirting out more than just a little bit at once. I hope there's somebody out there who can hear the SpongeBob noise in their head. Yeah, somebody played Battle for I don't Bikini think I Bottom make it. in uh, PlayStation Two. Yeah, we played it on GameCube. Man, one of the greatest games of all time. And we have sure. it on PS4. All right, and now we've gone from Priapisms to SpongeBob, and now back to my favorite part, which was when they first got into the mansion, and uh, the guy goes off to the side with a flashlight, and he just sees all the weird shit. Uh, and, and like I said before, it, it looks like bathroom stalls, and you got people, like just bodies that are dead. You got bodies that are almost slithering and you got somebody like bouncing on top of somebody. You don't know if they're, they're fucking going reverse cowgirl or they're killing or what's going on. It's just, and because they don't let you know, but you're, you're shocked. You're like, that is really fucking disturbing. And at that point you're like, okay, I'm going to see a lot more shit yeah, I'm because buckle then, down because now we're actually at the good part of the movie. Cause that's on the top floor. Right. Yeah, it is on the top or, floor. Or, and then and then and then they're going down into this dungeness. Yeah, and then more shit happens. But that was my favorite part because that was a that was a what the fuck am I seeing moment. All right, uh bucket of chicken. Um a costume designer, I guess. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Because I along with costume designer, I, I guess I feel like they would have some part in the makeup as well. I don't know. Special effects were good with all the blood and yeah. when he's smashing the guy's face in with the stool and blood's going everywhere. And, and the hot dog pole across to, that opened up the, yeah, the zipper like, of his belly. The special effects were awesome in this as well. But I, I'm, I'll have to give it to the costume designer just because the the creepy people, they they just so unsettling. Yeah. Man, the setting was phenomenal. Um, but yeah, just the way these people looked and the bodies that were hanging, I don't know if that really falls under costume or not, but whoever was responsible for what the people looked like. The bodies hanging would be the setting. Yeah. Um, God, it's fucking hard between those two, man. Well, one of them's already getting some. Yeah. Cause, cause the, the people, gosh, man, just the way they looked and the way they moved and just everything. They were yeah. nasty. Yeah. It was really disturbing really <laughs> really disturbing but it was it was more the people than the setting the setting was awful and terrible i mean as in brilliant yeah but i, I got to give it to whoever like just lathered these people up and and <laughs> decided what went on somebody's head that's what i'm giving it to i know that that's pretty vague but uh you know who you are and uh if i can uh, get it sent over to turkey i'll uh, i'll send it your way i would want a poster for this movie what what is the I don't even know what the movie art looks like. I, I don't know, but I'm I'm not saying like you're not going to find a poster for this movie. Uh, I yeah, but I'm, I'm not talking about like the actual like cover art. What would be yeah. on the DVD case? I'm just a poster from it. Yeah. Which is maybe like the the little guy and then like a bunch of the people with him like in oh, their dungeon. I don't want a picture of the little guy in here, man. Well, that I, dude I is just fucking creepy and, as hell. But that's just cool. Yeah. And Art the Clown's pretty creepy, and we have a, a painting of him right there. Yeah, it's an original piece, and it looks fucking awesome. I, I would love an original piece for this movie. Yeah, but... It, it's just... There, it's it's something unique. We, we haven't put up a poster in a long time. No. And at this point, with however much space we have left, 
I think it would be cool if we had some more unique things, you know? Oh, 100%. We just like, need I don't to, want a Lion King poster. We, need like, to we already to, have a Pulp Fiction one. We need to go to a fan's day or a Comic-Con or something like that. I just think it would be just a cool piece to have. And, you know, it's such a weird, obscure movie. And to have a poster of it, and then we can just remember it every time we see it is like, yeah. like... Like damn, like I don't know. I don't know what Just I would want on a so on a poster of this though, because the little guy. I don't want to look at him. Well, I definitely want the the creepers. You know, the little follower people. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know how the Stranger Things stuff is, like how they copied Star Wars poster where it has yeah. like their heads and okay. or or no, like they're all like doing their poses, like Han has his gun out. That could be cool. You you would have the stringhead lady, the little guy. Uh, and the cops. The, the goat gimp. You just have like a bunch of the stuff and then background pieces and all that, you know? You just get a, like, um, original artist draw up the fucking uh, guy fucking the goat gimp. But with more sexual detail. Yeah. But you, you know what? Maybe I, I could get uh, John Kelly Green, who did our uh, podcast oh, art. I just send him a picture no. of that and say, hey, dude, do this in your style. He would block you. <laughs> That guy's fucking awesome. If you don't follow John Kelly Green on Instagram, do so, man. His his art is phenomenal. Just I just love that guy too, man. Yeah, he did a good job he, on our stuff. Yeah, awesome job. All right, it is time to uh, score this movie. I I don't know. I I really enjoyed their take on hell and what it would be like, and just the creepiness and how the last forever of the movie took place in one room and it was awesome the whole time. No, not really because well, I guess it flipped back to the went diner back and forth. which was bizarre. I don't know. Um I'm going to give it a 90. Oh wow. That that's what was in my head this whole time. I I really enjoyed this. All right, so your last four movies, Extract 91, Orphan 90, Barbarian 90, Baskin 90. It's just working out that way. Yeah. I mean, it's not on purpose. Before that, it was an 85 and an 85 and then a zero. <laughs> what was what? I give a zero. <laughs> Attrition. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Oh, yeah. He's a talentless <laughs> piece of shit. Oh, wow, Jack. So you're, you're hovering right around uh, uh, an A average. Yeah, that was... I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I y- think you had... Whenever I explained some things and it made you see it a little bit better, mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't always help with me. I know that. Because if I have the... That sucked, stewing in my head for 45 minutes, and then someone says I, something, and it's like, well. I never thought it sucked. This movie started really, really slow, and there was a lot of shit in there. You're just like, really, what's going on? Because they were driving in the van, and the uh, guy turned up the radio, and they all start singing and clapping and singing this song like they're the girls in Pitch Perfect heading toward the, yeah. uh, the national regionals or whatever. <laughs> national uh, regionals? Yeah. Hopped on a plane at LAX with my dream in my cardigan. Welcome to the land of famous. Why did she change her you pitch so hard? That is that's because somebody else joins in. Oh. You're, you're supposed to harmonize with yeah. me. <laughs> you're my acapella son. Yeah, yeah. It's a party in the USA. Yeah. That's not a bad song, actually. It's very catchy. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of Wrecking Ball. But, well, no. I don't think anybody was. Dude, the Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus concert was actually really, really good. I, I don't that. remember it. Yeah. They look a lot alike. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, um, it's weird. Yeah, I, I never hated this movie. It started... I was in a bad mood when I came up here. I knew you um, were, and that's... I was very worried whenever yeah. this movie took like 40 minutes to, to move. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, because I knew that this movie had some cool surprises coming. I just didn't know when. So I was able to hold on to my hope. But my fear was that you over there check out in five minutes. And then when the payoff finally does start to arrive, that you're beyond saving. <laughs> I've been like that. So I never hated this movie at the beginning. It was like, what? this is weird, but it, it had a vibe to it where you knew some shit was going to go down. Yeah. I just, like, I had no idea what, mm -hmm. like no idea what once they got into the mansion and shit got real, I was like, uh, okay, man, this is holy shit. Wow. This is unlike anything I'd ever seen before. It was, it was bad, bad, bad stuff <laughs> going on in that place. But then the the flipping back and forth of worlds, I was like, what what is really happening here? Why why is this necessary? But then at the end, when he ran over himself, and I, at first I was like, yeah, that was stupid. But then you kind of explained it, and I was like, wait, it, it was a loop, and so he's just going to go right back in there and have to deal with that shit again. I was yeah. like, okay, that that's kind of cool. I was going to be in the seventies, but. I, I figured you were still going to be in the 70s. Well, I was going to be like 77 or something like that. But but looping, the idea of the loop, I think, uh, knocks it up. I'm going to give it a 81. Cool. Yeah. Way uh, better than I thought. The the first part, it's they're, they're not likable. Yeah, no one is particularly likable. They're not saying things that are that funny. No. Like, we, we used to talk about, like, goat fucking and stuff in, like, mm -hmm. eighth grade. Like They're kind of assholes, too. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, and then no one was likable, so then you like really didn't like their jokes or yeah. what they were saying. You know, 81, it doesn't feel good now that I've said it. I still feel like it should be a little bit lower than that. So um, do whatever you have to. Just know that I'm going to do the same thing next week. I don't care what you do. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, you know what? A 81 doesn't feel, doesn't feel right. So I'm, I'm going to knock it back down to a 78, which doesn't feel quite right. So... I'm going to go with, all the way down to like a four. No, I'm going to go 77. Final answer. Okay. Yeah. 77. That's a, I'm going to stick I'm with very happy with well, that. Well, you know what? That doesn't feel, uh, no, I'm going to stick with the 77. That bit already happened. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got anything else? Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into episode number 179 of Movie Muggin'. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. And if you would like to uh, email us, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, MovieMuggin.com. We got a link over there to uh, submit questions for Ask Jack. There's also a link that will take you to our merch store, which is more than just MovieMuggin gear. There's uh, some other fun designs over there, too. Uh, be the envy of your town. Wear, wear around some stuff that, that I've designed, That's especially for you. There's also a link to uh, all the movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. So if you want to see if we've done one of your favorite movies, uh, that's an easy way to find out. Another easy way would be just to start at one and just listen to all 179. And then you will uh, figure out if we've done the one that you uh, want us to Yeah. Do. You know what? If you have any requests, send them in because every now and then we fill up a bucket and uh, we'll pick some. And yours might be in there. I know um, Eric from California... He requested a whole bunch of movies, and we picked, I think, Crazy Stupid Love, but he threw in like three or four other ones in there. I think one of them was uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And uh, I can't remember what the other ones were, but you know, I'll, I'll throw those in the in the bingo hopper, and we'll, we'll, the blob. we'll put one out there. That was requested. Yeah, that was from Mike, uh, right? Michael from PA. I, I'm not sure that he listens to us anymore. I, I feel like um, 
Ever since you made fun of She-Hulk so hard. You know that... Are you actually serious? <laughs> I, You know, I listened to that episode, and it, and it sounded like we were making fun of him a little bit. And I was like, oh, man, that, I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that. I because was purely you, making fun you, of She-Hulk. Yeah, you were the one being the prick about it, because I, I, I'd clearly... <laughs> it's in my nature. Because I'd clearly said... That I'm sure that you know maybe he likes it and that's because something no and that's something <laughs> that he and his son could watch together and then you jumped in being a butthole and then I forgot what I said, but uh, we we love you, Mike from PA. Yeah, and, uh, we we appreciate you. It's all love over here. Yeah, and, mostly. You know, I think he knows that too. Yeah, and I mean, um, if if you listen to us enough, you get a sense of for the kind of people that we are. Yeah, and and you and know what? That I'm not general. I'm an asshole on the show. But I'm not generally a real asshole on the show. Yeah, and you know what? Like it's in a funny, humorous you, you, way. You were not the butt of our joke, but if somebody is the butt of our joke, that would be like a fucking badge of honor, right? That's something that you oh, tell your friends. Yeah, hey, yeah, come let's over and listen to this. Them. Man, they're about to roast me like, on here. Fuck you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah, we exactly. got to reverse it. Uh-huh. Reverse psychology. Yes. What we're doing so that our unacceptable behavior becomes a positive thing. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Don't go to our merch store. Don't you even don't fucking listen think to about us. it. Yeah. Fuck you. Don't listen to us. <laughs> uh, next week is my pick. It's my last pick in the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular because I only get two and you get three. I think I know what I'm going to pick, but... Uh, if I can send you the Reddit post if you want... Because there's just a lot of titles ranging from black and white movies to new ones. Just just if you had any reason to I look through. I think I could get lost in that. You know me. I, like 300, I, so you I, could only get lost in it for a little while. Dude, I overthink things so much. Um, I, I think I just need to well, stick with uh, the, you have my number. the couple that I have. <laughs> Do you have your number? <laughs> All right, well, I am excited uh, next week, and then, uh, of course, I'll be excited to see what you pick on Halloween to see if you shit the bed this time, um, <laughs> as you have in the past. I'll pick us again so we can reevaluate. <laughs> see, I'd rather deal with the weird time loop and realm teleporting than Hands Across America Shadow God. Puppet. Dude, that still has, I think I said last week, that still has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's and, you know, I mean, look, people like it, and hey... You know, good for y'all. But, uh, you know, people like uh, Kevin James humor also. And, uh, yeah, uh, just not for us. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. You have yourself a uh, scary movie mugging day. Bye. Movie mugging, Halloween spectacular. Movie mugging, Halloween spectacular. Hijo de la chingada.